1: betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices please gamble responsibly betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager washington dc only please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER
0: what's out there is unknown so at uc san diego out we go From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: So probably the political, not probably, by far the political headline of the day is uh, Representative Liz Cheney losing in Wyoming. She was the sort of person that could have stayed the, Repub- the Republican House member from Wyoming for until she died. And maybe even shortly thereafter, uh, it's one of those <laughs> one of those seats. Uh, and um, but she uh, decided to make it her main thing in in politics in national life to uh, try to stop Trump from ever being president again. And she volunteered to co chair the January sixth committee and all that sort of stuff. And made it her talking point as she ran. And she lost by a gazillion points yesterday. And so the total is. With retirements and primaries, only two of the 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach Trump in 2021 will be on the ballot in November. His revenge, it would seem pretty effective. Yeah, and
3: or the uh,
2: the feeling of Republican voters that that was uncool. And Lisa Markowski, as the senator from Alaska, had voted uh, to impeach Trump and she got challenged by a Trump Backed primary challenger, and that's is that still too close to call? And it was within 300 votes in the middle of the night. So that's a close one. So Trump is able to wield power against people who uh, strike a blow against him. At least
3: right now, he does. Yeah. Although, again, and and you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. Just making it entirely about Trump and his powers as opposed to the way voters felt about the representative is I just, I'm so worn out talking about Trump.
2: Uh, I would agree. And Liz Cheney announced uh, to Chuck Todd that she's thinking about running for national office. My guess would be she doesn't think she can be president of the United States. She would be doing what Lindsey Graham did when he ran for president in 2000. It was when Trump got elected, right? 16, I guess. There was a, a a pretty big move from Rand Paul who was running for president at the time toward less intervention in various countries around the world and Lindsey Graham ran for president just to counter that on the debate stage. He didn't think he was going to be president of the United States. He just wanted to have a voice against you know this growing segment of Republicans who 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 didn't want to get involved in wars. I'm part of that growing segment by the way. But anyway, he wanted to counter that. My guess would be Liz Cheney. If she runs for president, she wants to be on stage to say all the things that she said last night in her losing speech. She wants to say that on
3: the debate stage with Trump up there, would be my guess. What do you think? I think you're absolutely right. Washington Post headline, Liz Cheney's political life is likely ending and just beginning. Oh, wow. Look at whipsawed over here. <laughs> But, but, yeah, it's uh, it's almost exactly what you said. She's very clear-eyed about her chances of actually winning the presidential nomination. She sees her future role similar to how she sees the work of the January 6th committee blocking any path for Trump back to the Oval Office. And I would say,
2: I I definitely, definitely think I've got some poll numbers on it. I definitely think Trump, God dang it, we're talking about Trump, is the odds-on favorite to get the nomination? And then who knows what's going on in the country come Election Day. But it will be different than it was in 2016 to have Republicans up there on stage saying some pretty rough things. Because nobody did that when he was running in 2016. Because everybody assumed he was going to fall away. And they wanted his voters. So they didn't want
3: to say anything mean about him. Well, Liz 2020, Cheney, 2020 you mean? Because in 2016, there was plenty of con man and clown. and, and not, on stage, early on. not on the stage. Not
2: on the stage nobody was saying that on the stage where they re- admit one wasn't running Ted Cruz know. Chris Christie they all they all stayed away from criticizing him up there on the stage because they thought he was just kind of a joke and he would go away that is not going to be the case this time around I don't think but when Ted Cruz
3: that whole it's time for the clowns and the bears and the acrobats that's over that was about Trump that was on definitely the
2: was when it got down to the uh, when it got down to the two of them it was too late then though um, but it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Liz Cheney, of course, would not hold back on that stage, that debate stage, and how, how Trump would handle I don't know if he'd make fun of her hair or her looks or whatever.
3: I mean that's his all thing. of the above. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's something to look forward to in two
2: years <laughs> Which is an excellent point. Joe Shout's an excellent point. <sighs> so I got on a Twitter thread about Kamala Harris that I found pretty amusing. We're gonna play. Another, we're gonna play another clip of Kamala Harris talking. What is it about her speaking style that is so annoying or off-putting? And I want you to listen to it with that in mind. But oh, oh, oh what is it? It's a list. She's a masterclass in annoying. Here's somebody, a blue check mark I don't know, who said, everybody who has worked in an office has worked with somebody like this, with the clip of her her talking. Tim Sandifer said, oh, my God, this woman is a phenomenon.
4: (laughs) (laughs) She is a phenomenon.
2: It's worth studying what she does. And Tim also said, because you're not going to see the visual, I love how she not only does not actually say anything at all, but even her hand gestures aren't really
3: hand gestures, but just some sort of vague weaving motions. (laughs) (laughs) Here is my favorite part of this clip. Again, something to enjoy. The many ways she's annoying. And how it's utterly impossible to figure out what she's talking about. It is vacuosity made magnificent. Anyway, here we go.
0: We know that we really are quite behind in terms of maximizing our collective understanding about how we will engage on the technology of today and what we can quickly and easily predict will be the technology over the next decades. So to maintain our position as the United States of America on this issue, it is critical that we work together to understand where we are, to recognize and have the courage to speak truth about what is obsolete, and then to partner to ensure that we are speaking the same language with the same motivation, inspired by the opportunity of it all, but then doing the work of updating how we've been talking and thinking about our exploration in space.
3: Oh, space. What? The entire first half of it has like no nouns. It's just phrases strung together. So I don't
2: want to be unfair or mean here, but everybody seems to react the same way to her speaking. What is what is it going on there? Why, why is it so annoying or off-putting or hard to follow? Is it just way too many asides,
3: caveats, uh, whatever you call those, where there's like a comma and another phrase, comma and another phrase? Yeah, I would say, and and I haven't made notes or anything, and I probably should because it's, it's fascinating to me. You have to start with her tone of voice. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is nasal and annoying and has a significant element of know-it-all. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've got to start there. She does not have a musical or interesting way of varying her tone. Or pitch to anything like that. So it's very uh, monotonous. And then her catch, her stringing together of smart sounding phrases that don't say anything.
2: True. Yeah. A lot of the phrases that make it longer, but not uh, uh, more informative. There's a lot of that going on. There's not more information. There are just (laughs) more words.
3: Yeah, boy. And we, we, Everybody has worked with somebody like that. There was another comment that this is the voice of every boss who rose above their level of competence. <laughs> Which is exactly what she has done. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she got there the hard way. I had not ever. Tireless really... campaigning. What were you thinking? <laughs> I, had, I hadn't ever really uh, keyed
2: in on her hand gestures, though. I'll have to do that the next time I actually watch a video of her speaking of the kind of weaving her arms around while she's doing her various phrases and said, we will and we should and we need to all together remember that. And, tr- and secondly, we should also, what are we
3: talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> do we have any uh, 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 classic Kamala handy, Oh, Michael? my God. It is all- time
0: for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Yeah, that
3: will be her Hall of Fame speech. Uh wow. Wow! Do we have an ang t-shirt that has that on the front? Oh wow! I would wear that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So what a mess! And can you imagine if the old guy kicks off?
2: Well, yeah. And then I, Joe is absolutely right, shouting that the presidential election is two years from now. But it's so crazy on both sides. I mean, it's it's unprecedented. Yeah, In so many different ways. Both sides are so unique in their own way. Oh, yeah. The, the the Trump thing with his power, and he lost once, and the person who loses doesn't end up being in charge of the party. Walter Mondale wasn't in charge of anything. George H.W. Bush wasn't in charge of anything. Al Gore wasn't in charge of anything. But Trump nice. is, and then you got the, the wide open, as we just heard from Kamala, with the, with the 150-year-old president. What the, What's going to happen there? I mean, it's just...
3: It's so wide open. I can't even imagine what's going to happen. Yeah, and by the way, as a consumer of cable news, probably more than is healthy, the next person who who, who asked, will you support Joe Biden? Do you support Joe Biden running again? I'm going to attack you with my hands. All right? right? I abhor violence. What an idiotic conversation. Just the... And, and we talk about quote unquote politics here. So if this makes me half a hypocrite, fine. But the whole who's in, who's out, as opposed to policy, as opposed to governance, right. as opposed to things that affect your life, I just, I don't know.
2: I also, I, uh, I also don't get any enjoyment. I don't understand the point out of, and some of my favorite, favorite journalists do this, but the asking anybody, whether it's Larry Hogan or Tim Scott or whoever. So are you running? you you haven't ruled it out you what you just said doesn't mean you're what's the f- effing point of that who yeah. can, what are, they'll announce when they announce they either are or they aren't i don't know and the whole i don't know why every politician doesn't answer with yeah i support joe biden cuz if he decides not to run and you're it's easy
3: to get out of well, because maybe they don't want to be uh, caught on tape supporting a senile guy who's not going to run ever again, who
2: has a thirty percent approval rating. Yeah, well, that's a bad, bad look. I, I just talked myself out of it. Yeah, you can't support a guy who's got a thirty percent approval rating. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, that's definitely enough of that. That's more than enough of that. Uh, I I, I got to get to this story at some point this hour because it's huge. Have you heard about Target's profit numbers and what that might mean for the economy, among other things
3: that are coming up. Plus the idea, an idea, my idea, of tipping the country so the water sloshes from the east where they have too much to the west
2: where they have too little. First they mock you, then they ridicule you, then they throw rocks
3: at you, but then you (laughs) win. Then they go back to mocking you. (laughs) (laughs) Then you win.
2: (laughs) Stay tuned for all that. That's next.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
5: strong and getty show some
6: news from overseas over the kim jong-un and vladimir putin have been exchanging letters vowing to strengthen their ties against the u.s i'll be honest i'm not really uh, sure russia needs north korea it's like the tambourine player saying hey, we should get the band back together <laughs> hey, you're, you're in the band yeah. speaking of russia the cdc just added them to their covid travel warning list Damn! So now you're telling me it's unsafe to travel to Russia? Come on.
2: <laughs> the COVID travel warning list. All right. Mention wow. this. China is sending troops to Russia for joint military exercises. Oh boy! It's either a really, really big deal or not. Well, I think it's a, it's definitely a big deal. Whether it turns out to be a bigger deal, who knows? But they're not doing that by accident. They're 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 wanting to be provocative. Uh, Shh. Surely they're not going to actually join in with Russia fighting in Ukraine, but... Um,
3: no, I think it's more a uh, a signal that, hey, we are 100% in bed together against
4: you.
2: Yeah, the number two and three, well, actually, the number one and three nuclear powers in the world are joining together. That's what that that is saying. Because mm-hmm. Russia
3: has more bombs than we have, right? I believe so, yeah. By a significant margin, but, uh, you know, once you get to enough, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) No, it absolutely doesn't. And we're
2: still at a fraction of what it was in the 80s, man. Do some research on that one. It's crazy how many bombs both the United States and Russia had back in the 80s. What did we think we were going to do? Not just destroy Earth, but destroy the universe. Just make sure no life can ever exist anywhere in the universe. Take out the moon. Uh, I was uh, complaining, I don't know, talking earlier about uh, how overwhelmed I'm feeling trying to do this whole single-parent thing, and I'm having a different level of appreciation for people who do that as I'm doing the full-time single-parent with a full-time job thing. And uh, it is uh, quite overwhelming. And we got a a few texts that are really uh, nice and interesting, I thought, on that topic. I mean, some of them were hateful and mean-spirited, but some of them were nice and interesting. Well, if it happens online, some of it's going to be hateful and mean-spirited. Right, including uh, someone talking about um, something called worker ways, which I'd never heard of, that you can uh, hire people, uh, young gals, foreign young gals that work for cheap. But, anyways, aside, uh, a single parent lost my son in an accident, would love to have these issues to deal with, which is a good perspective to have when you're Mm -hmm. raising kids all the time. This is better than, I mean, this is, you will, and this has been true of every part of my parenting in the previous. It was hard, but you look back on it, it was fantastic. You wouldn't wouldn't have wanted to skip it by any means. Sure. Got this one. Single parent, since my kids were five and six, I couldn't afford any help. Two wild boys, but now grown. We survived and are now thriving. Their dad died when they were in middle school. No help at all. But you encouraged me as I thought maybe I'd made it all bigger trauma in my mind than it was. Nope, I guess I didn't. Hang in there, hire help. Um, I've gotten that from a... I've, I've come to learn that, I think, in adulthood. There's a lot of people that struggle with finances, marriage, kids, health, whatever it is, and out of whatever reason you keep it to yourself. But if you're willing to talk about it out loud, like I foolishly do on the radio, sometimes you end up with other people saying, "Yeah, I'm doing exactly the same thing, and it ends up being helpful. It doesn't change your situation, but you find out, yeah, I, I have the same situation, and it's about to kill me, too. I'm not the only one that it's about to kill. I was talking to somebody the other day who who, my perception of them was they had sailed through single parenting effortlessly and they were uh, more forthcoming with me saying, no, it almost killed me. So, yeah, sometimes it's helpful for people to do that.
3: Yeah, you know, we need a, a new form of the the uh, the phrase, the, the cliche, "misery loves company." Right? It, it struggle it, needs companionship.
2: You're right. Misery loves company, uh, and there is there is you can get the everybody just sitting around bitching, to make themselves feel better thing, but there also can be the oh, you think this is hard too? I thought it was hard. I thought it was just me. I thought there was something wrong with me. No, it's hard for everybody. Is a different side
3: of that same coin. Yeah, yeah. I liked your uh, human trafficking idea. Well, you can call it hiring young foreign women who work cheap. I call it human trafficking, because that might help. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Probably not helpful. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Coming up in praise of mediocrity, among other things. Plus, Apple workers, you're coming back to the office whether you like it or not. The deadline has been set. Is it a trend?
2: Uh, How much did Target's profit plunge? More than you could guess. Stay tuned for that.
0: (laughs) Armstrong and Getty.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more.
7: Go to lifelock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at lifelock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here.
5: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: I told Michael we need the fanfare, we need the applause, ladies and gentlemen. We have just broken a record, and we should all be proud. Hit the fanfare, Michael! Hit the fanfare! Congratulations, wow. everybody! We officially passed 2 million illegal immigrants at the border! A new record, everybody! Woo-hoo.
3: What,
4: like in the last decade, you mean?
2: woo In the last year, which the year ain't over, as you know, we have now passed... 2 million illegal immigrants shattering last year's should have been oh my god record of 1.2 million for the entire year so the record last year is 60 percent of what we're at in august of this year
3: explain to me please the border is a border in what sense I guess it's where uh, the United States taxes you on this side of this line and Mexico taxes you on the other side. Other than that, it has uh, no significance.
2: Yep. The uh, official number, we surpassed uh, two million, uh, a new record over the weekend, a milestone never before seen in history. Not even close, as I mentioned, compared to last year's record setting numbers were with just about one point two seven million at this point. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if it continues at the pace, it's continuing. at, I saw the headlines yesterday, it's just like with the inflation nonsense. So the numbers went down slightly from last month, and that was the headline on illegal immigration.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> <laughs> it's because Central America is running out of people. They're all here. That is incredible. and And the fact that it's not a bigger story is the most incredible part of it.
3: Well, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to come off as a racist or something. I don't want to act like these brave migrants are a bad thing, signed the entire lame stream media. You know, I read an account in one of your big papers yesterday about the numbers prior to the official crossing of the two million mark, which is just mind boggling. And they said, well, it's fairly easily explained uh, on both the supply and demand sides. The United States bounced back from COVID, and the economy roared forward much sooner than Central America. The implication being, well, it's just it's uh, the free flow of labor. Labor goes to where labor is needed. Uh, it's the free market. Uh, which would be fine if we all got together and voted for that and decided that's the way we wanted to run our country. It would also be fine if you didn't pay like, There are fellow citizens. We need to support them and feed them and clothe them and medicate them. uh, uh, To every human being who sneaks in. Yeah, if we didn't. I mean, that's just
2: untenable. If we didn't have the welfare state, I'd be fine with that. Labor would flow to where labor is. That's the libertarian argument, right? So, if you don't have the uh, full on, we'll give you something whether you find a job or not, you would go to wherever you could find a job.
3: Yeah, there are absolutely significant issues with trying to oh, yeah, implement yeah. that. I'm, but,
2: I'm not. Yeah. Uh, that is not my system. That is not what I would like. I would like to secure the borders, uh, have a national conversation on how many people we need, of what skill level, from where, vote on it, and then stick to it. That's what I would like to do.
3: But listen to the racism. Oh,
2: and maybe fitting in with that, or maybe not. Um, since you said the, the the great economy here in the United States is why people are streaming across the border, target profit plunges 90%. 90% as, in, as inflation-weary weary shoppers pull back. I would say the most misused words in America might be weary and wary, <laughs> getting, getting them mixed up. But anyway, really? Hmm. Inflation-weary shoppers. Uh, Target reported a, a plunge of 90% in the second quarter, falling far short of expectations. Well, So the ex- expectations weren't 100%. Um, <laughs> uh, retailers, including Target, have been forced to cut prices on general merchandise. We talked about this last quarter when all the headlines were, man, There, if you, if you want to buy a this or a that, now's the time. They're slashing prices, clothing, electronics, home goods, even doing that. Because consumers have had to shift their spending to food and gasoline, people are not buying much. Target reported the price cuts did very little good. It ended the quarter with 1.5% more inventory than it had three months earlier when they slashed the prices, and 36% more than it had a year ago.
3: Yeah, interesting. I thought I just read the other day that Walmart's uh, profits were up. Of course, maybe they they had just felt that shock or whatever the month previous. I don't know. I don't. I don't follow that stuff that closely.
2: I do know this. I took my kids to Jamba Juice last night. I got three Jamba Juices, and with tax, it was and a tip, it was damn near thirty bucks to get the kids, me and the kids, Jamba Juices. Three Jamba Juices for nearly thirty bucks. When that's going on, and you fill your tank up with gas on the way home, you ain't going to go buy a lot of stuff at Target
3: or anywhere. Yeah, else. yeah. No kidding. Wall Street Journal had a charming feature on their uh, website about the skyrocketing prices in Britain, how it's hammering the pubs, which included a lot of pictures of British pubs, which made me want to drink in Great Britain. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's crazy rough over in Europe because of uh, the energy crisis, thanks to the, the Russian war thing. So, yeah, this uh, has not shook out yet, and who knows when it will. Hey, I've got to explain that whole getting water, excess water from the east to the parched west thing, as my ideas, which have long been mocked, are finally being adopted by the mainstream.
2: Your idea of tilting the country so the water runs from Tennessee or Louisiana to... Where they uh, have
3: too much. California
2: and, and Arizona?
3: Precisely. Put the country up on pylons and tilt it as need be. That's not precisely the plan they're going with, but they clearly have been influenced by my ideas. Glad to hear that. Yes. Oh, speaking of great technology, Simply Safe Home Security. A quick word from our friends at Simply Safe. Their advanced security technology helps you sleep at night. Then they always put you and your family's safety first. Safety from break-ins and burglars, of course. Talking home security. But fire, flooding. How about a medical emergency? How do you immediately get help? Because you, you got Simply Safe. Yep, their monitoring agents truly care about
2: your well-being and are highly trained to help keep you calm and safe during stressful situations, staying on the line with you until help arrives. Of what other kind of help you need, they've got, you know, different agents that can dispense different help depending on the emergency you have. 24/7 professional monitoring, you'd think that'd be more expensive than this, but it's about a dollar a day, no long-term contract. All kinds of publications have said Simply Safe is the best security system out there.
3: Check out that wireless outdoor security camera, by the way, with night vision and high-res. It's just fantastic. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Again, just go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong.
2: Hey, as a tease for later, did you compile any of the emails on Liz Cheney? Because I'm just perusing the media. And, man, the hatred for Liz Cheney by Republicans. That's, uh
3: it's 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 hotter than usual uh no I haven't compiled them uh I just grabbed one or two for mailbag purposes but I would like, I would yeah, like to hear she more. is hated absolutely despised
2: I would like to hear hear more from you on the, the theme of that but we can talk about that later she she lost by like 40 points yesterday
3: yeah I might refuse to do that <laughs> oh Uh, Anyway, uh, so evidently, some retired engineer wrote a letter to the editor of, uh, I believe, the USA Today and the Desert Sun um, about the West's water woes. The Colorado River, which supplies water to, I can't remember how many tens of millions of people. I just heard it the other day. That's the river
2: Um, that runs through the Grand Canyon, is it not?
3: uh, Yeah, exactly. And it furnishes water for uh, Nevada, I'm starting, I'm, I'm moving in terms of population from small to big. Nevada, Arizona, and Southern California. Um, and it's running dry. Lake Mead, for instance, the gigantic reservoir, uh, right there at the border of, uh, Arizona and Nevada, right? Um, it's down to a fraction of its normal levels. They've had to put in new uh, intake pumps because the water's below where they used to suck it out. Yeah, that's why they keep finding DBs. The water's gotten so low there. Dead bodies. Did De- body. oh right oh boy mob uh, rubouts from Las Vegas back in the sixties. Uh, anyway, so this guy, this engineer, writes this editorial that's getting a fair amount of attention, and he, in some detail, said, "Look, you've got." the bottom of the Mississippi River, meaning geographically, like in New Orleans, Louisiana, that that region, that's got more water than they know what to do with. In fact, they're constantly fighting to keep the water from drowning them, building, repairing dikes and levees and pumps and that sort of thing. And he said, look, build an aqueduct to pipe that water Fourteen hundred and eighty nine miles west to refill the Colorado River system with Mississippi River water. Anything New has anything
2: ever has anything ever been done like that in world history?
3: Well, yeah, but but not on the scale. I mean uh New Orleans has a problem with that much water anyway, so let's divert two hundred and fifty thousand gallons per second to Lake Powell, which currently has a shortage of five point five trillion gallons. This would take two hundred and fifty four days to fill. I have rafted on Lake Powell, Excellent, named after John Wesley
2: Powell, the explorer. I can tell you more about this than you'd ever want to know. Boy, that's information, yet it's
3: not informative. Do go on. <laughs> anyway, I have never rafted on Lake Powell, and I feel like I've missed the boat. Uh, no pun intended.
2: Uh, so where are we? You oh. can't talk about <laughs> rafting. And say, I feel like I've missed the boat, and then say, No pun intended. I just well, don't believe it. Well, no pun was do- intended. Well, think a little harder on your wording then.
3: Intent matters. Mm-hmm. So, uh, various experts are weighing in on how doable this might be, and the environmentalists are whining, of course, about the environment. <laughs> the, I'm using finger quotes. The environment. <laughs> Snails and silt and such. Um, and. Uh, said you'd be swapping one ecological catastrophe for another, said the guy uh, at, with the Audubon Society, you ought to shut up and look at birds through a uh, binocular. Um, but they say it's technically feasible. It would be enormously expensive. And given the legalities of building a project these days, probably take 30 years, most of it, for environmental reviews and lawsuits and that sort of thing, which is its own subtopic. If there's a desperate need for water... You're telling me you can't like pay the best people in the world to study the hell out of the pipeline uh, path for a year and have them come back with a report. It's going to take thirty years. I would say that's a broken system. Mm. And besides, have the elk walk under the pipeline, lift it up high enough for the elk, right? Or bury it, or such. Just, just shut up. Well, what about the western titmouse that lives only in the you know Warshaw County in the western part of the Rocky Mountains? It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll move over there. If it doesn't like that, birds fly, right? Beasts crawl. They don't like it here. They'll go over there. It's fine. I've done it many times in my life. Who am I? I'm, I'm a, uh, Much more important than the humble titmouse. Um, anyway, uh, so a, a number of uh, folks weighing in with various ideas, alternate ideas, Jack, uh, have been floated for decades. Haul icebergs from the Arctic to a new Southern California port.
2: That one seems dumber. I mean, I'm just going off like school kid knowledge of how any of this stuff would work. But the iceberg thing seems dumber than the pipeline from uh, Louisiana to California.
3: Let me try this. Run a giant hose from the Columbia River along the bottom of the Pacific Ocean to refill Diamond Valley Reservoir.
6: Hmm. Hmm.
2: Can we all jump up in the air at the same time and on the West Coast <laughs> and tilt
3: America? That's kind of sounding like some of these plans grab hydrogen and oxygen from the air and make artificial rain. Mm. That's an interesting idea. Is
2: desalinization just off the table? My son brought that up the other day, you know, the, the, the classic kid version of solving these problems. Of, well, we got all the water in the ocean. Um, and I was talking to him about uh, salt water and whatnot. But, man, if, they, if there was ever a cheap, effective way to desalinize, take the salt out of a salt water and make it fresh water, that would
3: change the world, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I was actually thinking about something else. Are you saying like an efficient way or a better way? Because it exists already. Well, they can
2: do it, but it's too expensive yeah. to do it uh, to scale. But if it was ever cheap enough to do it that it made sense, that would change the world overnight.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, you know, we ought to be probably plowing our time and effort into that um, and, and not, you know, pipelines over the Rockies or that sort of thing now that now I think about it. But, um. Yeah, well, that takes an enormous amount of energy, too. That's right. That's the other gripe that people have. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know what's interesting? And I don't want to come off as some sort of uh, environmental extremist or anything. um, But how about we just stop building houses when we run out of water? Well, we need to take a break. We're up against a hard, hard break. The hardest of breaks, a diamond hard break.
2: Um, we got the latest in a whole bunch of things coming up, I guess. Stay tuned.
1: Armstrong and Getty. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more.
6: Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck you buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer, check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go
4: places. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls,
5: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: The California DMV taking on Tesla's so-called full-auto driving. As the government tries to wrestle with that, maybe we'll talk about that in Hour 3 of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Is that ever going to actually happen? I'm sure it
3: will someday, but it ain't soon. Oh, hey, that reminds me, we got a letter, it's kind of an internal communication from a major automaker about the so-called, the ridiculously called Inflation Reduction Act, which has nothing to do with that, but about the incentives and disincentives for electric vehicles. And the reality of that, right? And I'll I'll, I'll skip to the punchline for you. The idea that it's going to like stimulate a bunch of people to get into electric cars is ridiculous. It is. We can talk more about that because we got a great uh,
2: segment on the Inflation Reduction Act, which became law yesterday. We'll talk about that in hour
3: three. Yeah, old Hattabatta Kefcare signed it there and coughed into his hand, and shook a bunch of people's hands, and then uh, took off his mask to talk to them and put on his mask to leave. And the rest of what a farce. What a farce. How I far, want to talk more about that. How far
2: can we go with this? Can we go with the uh, Getting Humans to Mars Act signed into law, which is actually about school lunches? I mean, how far can we go with re- renaming
3: things and, and fool well, people? It's a great step in that direction. And, and speaking of COVID, just this headline. Restaurants in deep blue cities starved for diners while Florida is feasting, so we'll have that. Mm. Um, Speaking of uh, economics and that sort of thing, I mentioned this earlier. I meant to pay it off. Uh, Apple Inc. has set a September 5th deadline for corporate employees to return to the office at least three days a week. Uh, The company, uh, it'll require uh, employees to work from the office on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then a regular third day that will be determined by individual teams. So you might have a Monday team or a Wednesday team or a Friday team, except nobody's going to be the Friday team, (laughs) clearly. But so three days a week starting September the 5th for Apple. Tell you what, my team leader says, yeah, we're going to work Tuesdays, uh, Thursdays, and Fridays in the office. I'm going to work for Samsung or Blueberry or Blackberry or somebody just to What is it with the, like, uh, smartphones and fruit? Blackberry, Apple. What's going on there? Don't know. Huh. Anyway, uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? Do we have a
2: minute? And this will either work or it won't, and other countries will emulate it or not, and that's the way the free
3: market works. Yeah, and then they name-check a couple other companies, Tesla in particular, that have said, get back to work, you lazy bastards. Yeah,
2: Yeah. and and, and, and Elon said, if you don't want to come back to work, uh, then find a job somewhere else.
3: Yeah. Oh, we got a Dr. Fauci clip we need to play you next hour, too. That's just unbelievable. I um, represent science. He and his buddies are laughing at you, you stupid, stupid Americans. Uh, so that'll come. But this article about the uh, Blue City restaurants are starving and going out of business, where in your red states, they're booming. Uh, Florida, Texas, Arizona, busier never, massive surge in restaurant business, etc. Reminds me, I came across this Twitter thread yesterday in which this blue checkmark tw- chick, she's like a, a writer and a couple other things. I can't remember precisely, but she was talking about how uh, we're still very cautious. I've gone out to eat twice uh, in the last two and a half years, both outdoors. You know, we never have indoor meetings with friends or anything like that, and my kids are blah, blah, blah still in full lockdown mode. This is an educated woman with, you know, a couple of tens of thousands of followers on Twitter in full psycho lockdown mode. And I almost commented on the thread, but I guess she was getting trolled a great deal. Man, this phenomenon needs to be studied and yeah. written about. And not the New York Times saying it's okay to be concerned. There's something wrong with you. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's interesting from a
2: what's wrong with your psychology
3: thing. Yeah. How have you so adopted COVID caution as your identity that you will continue to behave in ways that are utterly defying the reality of of the science and the spread of the disease and the severity of the disease?
2: We mentioned a bunch of good stuff that's going to happen in hour three. You're probably thinking, what about us in hour two? Why Why'd we get all that crap? Well, I'm sorry. Should have tuned in hour three, which is coming up. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand.
5: Armstrong and Getty.